Over the years, I have used many different analogies as ways of perceiving and dealing with retroactive jealousy, i.e. intrusive thoughts and often obsessive curiosity about a partner's past relationships and or dating history. But in today's video, I'm going to share what is my personal favorite, and I believe the most powerful way you can perceive with and treat retroactive jealousy over long periods of time. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, save their relationship, and lead happier, more peaceful lives. If you'd like more information about me and my work, my products and services, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. You can also click a link in the description of this video. And if you get anything out of this video today, please let me know by clicking the like button below, leaving a comment with your thoughts, and being sure you subscribe to my channel to be notified of new videos moving forward. If you've been watching my channel for a while, you're probably familiar with some of the ways that I like to talk about and kind of label retroactive jealousy. I often share that for a long time, the way that I would kind of label retroactive jealousy was as the character Fat Bastard in the Austin Powers uh, comedies, Mike Myers comedies from the 90s, where just this kind of way of perceiving retroactive jealousy in my head took away some of its power in my head helped me deal with the intrusive thoughts, obsessive curiosity, and the often completely nonsensical narrative and some of the ridiculous thoughts I'd have, it would help me kind of dismiss them, shall we say, much easier when I called this little demon fat bastard. But whatever works for you, if you have a different pet name for retroactive jealousy, it can help you deal with it much sooner. But in today's video, I'm gonna share a different way of perceiving retroactive jealousy, slightly different, slightly related, that I believe is one of the most powerful overall frameworks for dealing with this very important problem. By the way, in case you didn't know, retroactive jealousy refers to intrusive thoughts, mental movies, and often obsessive curiosity about a partner's past relationships and or sexual history. It can be absolute hell. Many years ago, I struggled with it, and I found a way forward that many people have found very helpful. Hopefully, you find my tips helpful as well. A mistake that I see retroactive jealousy sufferers making over and over and over and over. By the way, it took me a long time before I realized that I was making this mistake in my life many years ago when I was struggling with retroactive jealousy, is the mistake of feeding the energy of retroactive jealousy with more energy. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Bear with me, I'll explain. So retroactive jealousy represents a form of energy. And quite often, with any kind of thought or problem in life that we're struggling with, when we feed that energy with more energy, when we add fuel to the fire, it does nothing but prolong our experience of this problem, prolong our long path to finding a solution, and it often makes the problem 10 times worse. As I said a moment ago, it adds fuel to the fire. Let me give you a practical example of this way of thinking and this way of dealing with retroactive jealousy in action. So let's say I'm going about my day, I'm recording a YouTube video, and I have an intrusive, unwanted thought about my partner's past. I might immediately have a certain reaction to that thought. You can kind of think of it like this, like here's the thought and here's my reaction to the thought. So the thought is there. I have, you know, let's, you know, whatever it is, I'm thinking about her with her ex, for example. Okay, I might have this thought and have all this kind of nervous energy around this thought. I might be thinking, oh God damn, I'm so sick of dealing with this. What if I'm never free of this problem? This is absolute torture. Nothing's working, nothing's helping, blah, 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 blah. I'm feeding the original thought with more energy. And here's the thing, the retroactive jealousy bully, which I'll get to in a moment, likes this. It wants your energy, it wants your attention. 
And if you can deny this energy, this attention to the original thought, to the retroactive jealousy, this is not going to be a miracle cure overnight, but it will help. Over time, eventually, this will help dissipate the original thought, the original energy. I used the word bully a moment ago. And this is a really useful way of perceiving retroactive jealousy in general. Okay, so let's say there's a bully on the schoolyard taunting another student, let's say. Now, what does that bully want in that moment? He wants energy. He wants attention. He wants to get a rise out of the student that he's torturing. He wants something out of that exchange. Now, if the person being bullied has a really, really intense reaction to being bullied, they start screaming, they start crying, they run to the teacher, they start fighting back, whatever it is, that's really satisfying to the bully because that's what the bully wants. He wants that kind of drama. He wants that kind of attention. He wants that energy. Alternatively, what happens if the student being bully doesn't react or at least changes their reaction and really holds back some of their emotions, some of their feelings, kind of starts ignoring him and making different choices? Now, this is crucial. Initially, the bully will try even harder. He'll start poking even harder. He'll start making more fun and more hurtful comments. He'll start trying even harder, desperately, to try to get a rise out of the kid that he's bullying. But eventually, if the kid being bullied is you know, disciplined enough, which is not easy, but if he's disciplined enough, the bully will get bored. He'll lose interest because it's, it's not fun anymore. He's not getting a rise out of this poor student that he's bullying. He's not getting anything out of this exchange. He's not getting any energy, even though he's giving all of his energy. This, I believe, is one of the best ways to think about retroactive jealousy and to treat it as a bully, as someone who's trying to get a rise out of you, as a little demon in your head trying to get a rise out of you. And initially, if you start ignoring this bully, which I am well aware is easier said than done, but bear with me. If initially you start withdrawing some of the energy, the extra energy that you're giving this bully, eventually, over time, the bully will get bored and eventually he'll start to leave you alone more and more. Now, there are a lot of ways to deal with these thoughts. There are a lot of ways to withdraw this energy from the bully. I go into them in depth in my online courses, my guidebooks, and certainly in one-on-one coaching. I share all kinds of information along these lines. On this YouTube channel, I've shared all kinds of information that will help you deal with these thoughts. But the basic takeaway I would really love you to have from this video, from this podcast, is start withdrawing some of the energy, the extra energy that you're giving retroactive jealousy. For example, let's go back to my original example. So here's the retroactive jealousy thought, and I'm having all kinds of reactions to that thought. I might be self-pitying. I might be saying, God, I'm so sick of this nonsense. What if this never ends? Blah, 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 blah. There's this inner monologue in my head that's adding fuel to the fire. Instead, in that moment, I can simply react. Oh, there's a thought. Interesting. I'm going to go back to my work. I'm going to go back to recording this video. I'm going to go back to, you know, enjoying my evening with my partner. I'm going to go back to reading this book. I'm going to go back to reading this podcast. The thought might still be there on some level, but eventually it's going to start to get bored just a little bit. Over time, if you're really disciplined with yourself and you stop feeding that energy with more energy, you'll notice that this thought starts to dissipate more and more. Now, let's say you try what I just suggested. You don't add fuel to the fire. You don't start adding more energy to the original thought. And let's say it goes away for a minute and then it comes back. Okay, so I'm recording this video. All of a sudden, oh no, that thought's back. Okay, I immediately repeat the process. Oh, there's a thought. Interesting. I acknowledge you. That's fine. I'm going to go back to what's important. I'm going to go back to my work. I'm going to go back to my girlfriend. I'm going to go back to recording this video. The thought's still there. It's there. 
that's fine. But I'm getting back to my work. I'm getting back to what's important. I'm not going to feed this energy with any more of my energy. Because what's the point? It doesn't work. And again, I want to emphasize, this is not going to solve your problem overnight. It's not. I wish it could. It doesn't. Overcoming retroactive jealousy, I believe, and I have a lot of evidence to back this up, requires a multi-pronged, multifaceted approach. There's a lot going on with this problem. This is one of those issues in life that is deceptively complicated, requires multiple strategies for healing. The good news is I believe the pathway to freedom is pretty much the same for all of us. But anyway, as a starting point, stop feeding the retroactive jealousy bully with more energy. Stop getting all worked up when these thoughts come and simply rely on any techniques you might be using to deal with intrusive thoughts, return to your work, return to your focus, and stop feeding the retroactive jealousy bully with more energy. Because if you start withdrawing this energy from the retroactive jealousy bully, eventually that bully will get bored. Eventually that bully will leave you alone. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.